Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said, my very many attempt because the mailman was coming and Hermione was upset. This is seven ways to keep going and one way to quit. A reader question from Lorraine who says, when you hit those business funks slash blues slash frustrations, the seriously am I shit or am I good thing, and you want to keep moving forward, what, where, or how do you keep moving forward without giving it all away? So seven ways to keep moving. I probably won't remember the numbers, but the first one is that you are asking the wrong question. Am I shit or am I good? Because of this thing we humans have called confirmation bias, if we decide that we are shit, we can find endless reasons that that is true. And if we decide that we are good, we can also find reasons that that is true. Probably not as endless. So I can decide that I am shit as a writer because I don't currently have the number one spot on the New York Times bestseller list, or I can decide that I'm good as a writer because, hey, it's how I make my fucking living. Either way, I could be correct. I'm just asking the wrong question. A better question to ask is where do I get value from my business? So if I feel like I'm in a funk or it's weird or I'm frustrated, is it because I'm putting too much emphasis on something that I don't get value from? So I don't get value from the stats going up, like seeing that I got 100 new subscribers or 200 more people listen to the podcast. Not nearly as much value to me as having a single person email me to talk directly. Teaching classes, I don't get value from, oh my God, there are 4,000 people in a group and I'm trying to navigate that, that's actually hell, like 4,000 people in a Facebook group. I do get value from one-on-one, which is why I do dominatrixing, and then from really small groups, because I can get to know everyone in a really small group, right? So where do you get value in your business? And another question that might be even better than that one is what would be the most fun right now? So when I checked in with this question after I was sick for quite a bit last week, the answer was uh, steer your ship, which I was totally surprised by because I haven't done it in a couple of years. And that's when a really small group of people work together for six months with me. And we have a retreat at the beginning and a tiny retreat at the end, like bookends. And then we like shit gets real and intense and I adore it. And I immediately tried was like, well, we could have six people, no, 12 people, no, 20 people, no. No, because the tiny group that can swim with the otters only involves six people, plus the two instructors, 
that we have. So there can only be six people in the group. And that's what would be the most fun right now. And that's where I get the most value. And that's how I keep going. So November, San Diego, Otters, Steer Your Ship. You should probably check that out. That's at steeryourship.com. Next, how do you keep going? You make space for a pause. You, so I stopped recording, that's what she said, for a few weeks last year. And I cut back on blogging and I actively stopped working on a project that I thought was going to be a big seller this year because I needed a pause or a break or just like a minute to figure out what I was doing and how I was going to do it. Does that make sense? So if you need a break or a pause or you're just overwhelmed, take it and that can give you the energy to keep going. You want to also watch the way that you're going. If you're getting the hesitations, which is like a cold feet condition for your business, are you trying to take your business somewhere that doesn't make any actual sense or that you didn't intend to go in the first place? So as much as I have respect for all cultures, I don't ever want to visit Tokyo because I see those videos of the people that are getting on the metro and then there are paid professionals who push more people onto the metro so for maximum efficiency in fitting, you know, like 600 people into a metro car. I sort of kind of want to break out in hives and I start breathing really sh in a really shallow, anxiety-filled manner when I see those videos. And so I don't want to go to Tokyo for this reason. So I would never, ever spend the time and resources and energy and all the things that have to happen to get myself to Tokyo in the physical world. But are you taking your business to Tokyo? Are you intentionally saying, this is where I want to go and this is what I want to do? Or is it just sort of this default that's like, I don't know, and then your time and energy gets sucked away into places that aren't interesting or that you'd really rather not go? So are you taking your business to Tokyo or to your metaphorical Tokyo, wherever that is? Are you sure that it's going in a direction that you would like. And if not, then it is time to steer your fucking ship. Again, that's kind of a plug, but also just true. <laughs> okay, so the next thing to keep going, take a look at the scope of your work. Is it too big? So you're overwhelming yourself. So you tried to go from doing three of that thing to doing 10 of that thing, and now you're like, holy fuck, I don't know how I'm gonna get out from under this. Or is it too small? Like you're like you're barely putting in any effort and then it's not getting any results and you're like, nah, fuck it, it's not even worth it. It's like if you eat like a shit bag but switch to diet soda, it's not gonna do a whole lot of good. Or if you eat really well and you throw out every single chemical in your whole process of your refrigerator and then all of a sudden you're like, dear God, there's nothing to eat because everything is like requires hours of preparation. I have to soak my beans and I can't have a meal for 24 hours because of the bean soaking, right? The scope is too big, you're overwhelmed. The scope is too small, it's not even worth it. If you overwhelm yourself, you're gonna quit. And if you only make like three things that cost $5 each in the next month, you're also gonna quit. So watch the scope of it and try and rein that in. And then where are you making self-fulfilling prophecies? Because if you decide that you can only sell one of those a month, then guess what? You're only gonna sell one of those a month, whatever that thing is. And if you decide that you can sell 20 of those a month, then we're doing a little better, but you might be overwhelming yourself because you used to sell just one and now you wanna sell 20. So watch the scope. Next up, to keep going, we're talking about discernment, which is, does this have to happen? Does this have to happen right now? So does this have to happen? And watch that there are shoulds in there. Like, do you actually give a shit about making this thing happen? Does it have to happen? And does it have to happen right now? 
only you can decide those things, but there are so many things that you're told have to happen and have to happen right now. And my sense is that that is not always the case. Do you have to check Instagram? Do you have to check it right now? Probably not. And that's the fine art of discernment. What if you, instead of putting 20 minutes into Instagram right now, sat the fuck down with a book that you loved and read it with a cup of tea? One of those is going to act as input and be really nourishing, and one probably isn't, to be honest. And are the activities that you're taking on truly interesting, or are they something you quote-unquote should be doing? So if it's truly interesting, you're probably going to be more intrinsically motivated to do it versus if it's something you should be doing. And you can totally hack that. Like, I used to go to CrossFit not because it was interesting, but because it was one of the few times in the week that I got to see Hanani and hang out with her. And my game was to make jokes during the workout and see if I could get anybody to have just like a little bit of pee in their pants because they were laughing so hard. So you can hack that to make things more interesting. But if it was just me going to CrossFit by myself with a trainer, fucking no, I'm out. That's it, right? So hack it, but just see if there's any way that it's something you should be doing. Is it fun? Did you tell yourself it would be fun? Or did you take it on knowing that no part of it would be fun, but then you're trying to force yourself to do it anyway? Because yeah, you're going to get in a funk if everything on your calendar is stuff that you're forcing yourself to do, even though all the little voices and tingles and magic in you are like, no dude, don't fucking do that. Do not do that. Of course, boundaries also come into play with discernment, which is boundaries are what is somebody going to think of me? And so instead of teaching people how to treat you, you just kind of acquiesce to their every demand. And boundaries mean that you don't check email when you say you're not going to, and you might even delete it on your phone, and you might not pay any attention to your phone between the hours of 6 p.m. and 8 a.m., and you might only update Facebook once a week, or you might only check your email once a week, or you might say, dude, I do not work on Wednesdays. I do not give a fuck what you need. Wednesdays in the summer are my beach days, the end. Not that I do that at all. I totally do that. The next thing, and this is even trickier because it's like, I can't look this up. You can read infinite articles about this, and that would be the point. Because when you're trying to move forward, there's action, and then there's thinking about the action. So how many actions are you actually taking versus how many actions are you thinking about taking? There is often a huge difference, and the more frustrated or depressed or struggling or bluesy or terrible you feel, often the difference is bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So I can think about sending an email to my list, and I can think about updating spots for available things on my website at Instagram and Facebook, and I can think about writing a new blog post, and I can think about all the ways that I can market, and I can think about having that conversation with that person, but until I actually fucking do it, it counts as zero. Or until it's scheduled, meaning like, yes, there's that's in my time slot, that's happening tomorrow because we have, an inf we, you know, have a finite number of hours in a day. But when I find people that are really fucking frustrated in their business, they say, I'm doing everything I can. And I'm like, tell me about what you're doing. And verbatim, it's something like, okay, well, I sit down from 10 to 2. I'm like, okay, cool. And what do you do while you're sitting? <laughs> and then it gets like awkward. And there's the, well, like I read stuff, like I read articles about what I should do and then I read more articles and they're really interesting. Okay. And when do you do the things that you read about doing? Well, I don't. Cool. So that's not a judgment that makes you human. Where are you taking action? Where are you thinking about the actions you could be taking? There's often a huge disparity and it's often not a lot of effort to 
close that gap between thinking about what you're going to Instagram and actually Instagramming or thinking about emailing and actually emailing. There's not that much effort. It's just one email. It's just one moment. It's just one daily practice that you implement so that you are bringing yourself into magic mogul muggle time. If you did not listen to the three kinds of time, go fucking listen to that podcast right now. Okay. Cause you don't know what I'm talking about. And it's real fucking good. The three kinds of business time. Otherwise, Easy wins. If you need to move forward, are you accounting for the easy wins? Because you can totally be like, I'm writing a novel and it's going to be done in exactly 7.2 months and I'm writing X number of words a day and you have equations, but there are easy wins that are not novel length, right? Easy wins like I showered in and brushed my teeth today. Woo! If you're depressed, sometimes that is a fucking win, like huge easy wins in business. Here are some examples. Have you responded to every inquiry in every inbox you own? Because Pinterest and Facebook and like all of the social media platforms have inboxes. So have you responded to every whiff of an inquiry? People just being like, I love your work and I'm in your town. Cool. Did you offer to sell them something? Um, Have you followed up with them two or three times just to be like, I'm going to circle back around and check to see if you have any questions and then actually done it? Have you done the things, the daily things that you know reliably make you money so you don't have to stress about being both completely broke and unmotivated or frustrated or whatever it is? Because there are these things that you do every single day that you know you need to do. You know you need to respond to the people who are interested in your products or services. You know you need to ship out the things that need to be shipped and you need to check your email and you need to check your voicemail and you need to return everything. And sometimes you just don't do it, but those are easy wins. And so do them. And have you played the $1,000 in your inbox game, which is totally fucking available for you. Um, Just Google it, $1,000 in your inbox from Brandcamp and go play that game. In the failure log, I need you to realize that no one keeps a record of your failures. So as you keep going and as you keep beating yourself up about that thing you did wrong or that thing you failed to do or how you should have done this three years ago, not right now, realize that no one is keeping a record of your failures. No one's keeping a tally of all the days that you fucked around on Facebook instead of doing your work. No one is keeping a tally of how long it takes you to respond to emails and then making a complex equation with your average email response time. Nobody's doing that, I promise. We humans are all wrapped up in our own little worlds, and so we are not keeping a record of the failures that you do, that you have, or that you perceive that you have. Even if really, dude, you were just taking a bath. That's it. It's not a failure. It's not that you should have been checking email, but you can totally beat yourself up about that, right? And then remember, it is not all going to work, but steady work helps it work. So not everything you do is going to work, period. Nobody on the whole fucking planet has a 100% success rate with every project they complete. But steady work means that it's going to work. So when you have your business and you're doing it every single day, that is steady work. And steady work, inevitably, if you're trying 300 days of the year, at least 100 of those days are going to be productive and they're going to function well, right? That's just playing less than the odds even. That's like 30% odds. So keep doing your steady work. Keep doing the work that comes back 
every single day that you know you need to do. And that is also an episode about steady work if you need to listen to that podcast episode. And then those are the ways to go forward. Okay, so um, we have a stop asking the wrong questions, make space for a pause, check the direction of your business, make sure you're not taking it to your metaphorical Tokyo, check the scope of your projects, if they're too big or too small, discern whether it has to happen and whether it has to happen right now, check into where your actions are actually taking place versus where you're just thinking about taking action, and then go for the easy wins realize nobody's keeping a failure log and it's not all going to work and that's okay. And then the one way to quit is all at once and with courage. So when you quit things, you can absolutely quote unquote phase out cigarettes or you can phase out red meat or you can phase out dairy. But the truth is, unless we're talking about like your job and your primary source of income, if we're talking about something smaller, just fucking do it and go all in. It is so much easier to give up pizza all at once than it is to have pizza and remember the joy of pizza and then come back to it and try and give it up and then remember again. And then like, it's heartbreaking versus just don't fucking eat pizza anymore and eventually your body's gonna pretend it doesn't remember what it tastes like and that's gonna be that. So instead of, yeah, I'm gonna cut back on that. Yeah, I'm gonna do some moderation. Fuck moderation. Fucking do it or don't. That's the way to quit things. That's, I'm sorry if you feel like that's bad advice and I keep wanting to modify it to have like new caveats. Fucking just do it. Just go all in. You know whether there's something that desperately needs to happen and you need to go all in or there's something that you're sort of waffling on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm trying to have a business and I'm also like submitting resumes to places because I'm pretty sure my business is going to fail. Fucking go all in. Either go all in, quit your business and do the thing, like get your job or stop looking for jobs and fucking make your business work. And if it feels like, yeah, I'm trying that, but it's just not fucking working, I will bet that there is an action versus thought thing going on. Like you're thinking about taking action a lot more than you're doing it. And I'll bet that there are easy wins that have been given to you that you are just not seeing. And I'll bet a lot of those easy wins live in your inbox. What are people asking for? What are people harassing you about? What are people inquiring about? What are people like, hey, do you do this? What are they just checking in on? Do those things. Go do those things and go all in. Again, steerership.com for the magical, wonderful world of otter hugging on retreat with me in San Diego this November. Yes, November. And yes, you need to decide now. Come on now. That's at steerership.com. I have a dominatrixing spot. So it's a brandcampblog.com. Just click on work with me. If you want to go one-on-one before steerership. That is available starting in May, which I guess it is May. So now, and thank you so much for listening. As always, your comments, questions, concerns, issues, other ideas, all that stuff, brandcamponline at gmail.com. Talk to me. I fucking love you for listening to this, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you Come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly, or not so quietly, scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. 
let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.